Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. Today's episode follows on from episode number 166, and today's all about what is it you really want. In episode 166, the last episode, I talked about manipulation. I talked about thinking for yourself, feeling for yourself. I talked about how there are so many agendas in the world around you, from big brand marketing, from governments, politics, and how can you set yourself free from that by starting to really think for yourself and to start to separate you from the infiltration of other people's ideas, thoughts, and other people's agendas into you. Today, I want to take that one step further and start saying to yourself, well, once you start to separate yourself out from what is you and what isn't you, what are your thoughts and what are the thoughts that you'll be made to think, and what are your feelings and desires, and what are those feelings and desires that were instilled upon you, whether that's through big brand marketing campaigns or through political agenda or just through society as a whole, Once you start to unpick that, you start to realize that it becomes really challenging to start to work out what is real and what isn't real. What is you and what isn't you? What's truly authentically you? And what was it you thought was you, but now it seems it was somebody else's opinions. What is you? What do you want out of life? You know, do I really want the nice car that I thought I wanted? Do I want the nice handbag shoes that I thought I wanted? Do I want the family that I thought I wanted? Do I want to take my skiing holiday and my summer holidays like I thought I did? Do I want to smoke the cigarettes that I do? Do I want to drink the drinks I do? Do I want to eat the food that I thought I wanted to eat? What's real? What's not real? So often with personal clients, private clients, I also talk about this at our success groups, our Shrimp Growth Masterminds. Actually, to start unpicking this, start with the biggest question of all. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in life? How do you want to wake up in life? So you imagine for a moment, you're laying in bed, you've just woken up, but your eyes are still closed. Before you've even opened your eyes and looked at the room that you're in, or looked out the window to see the view, before you've even put the light on, maybe even before you've turned the alarm clock off, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? What's the first feeling that you have? Is it passion, purpose? Happiness, peace, calm, motivation, drive, relaxed. It doesn't have to just be one. It can be a composite of multiple feelings, multiple emotions. So long before you think about what house you want to live in, where you want to live, long before you think about what car you want to drive, what handbag you want, what shoes you want, what holiday you want, Long before you even decide on what kind of family structure that you want, what kind of partner you want, long before you think about what body you want, 
Ask yourself, how do you want to feel? Before you've even opened your eyes, before you've even started your day, before you've even stepped into your life, how do you want to feel? And imagine going through your day. I don't even want you to think about the things. Don't even think about the job. Don't even think about the career. Don't even think about the kids. Don't even think about the car, the view, the vista. I want you to see a blank canvas of life ahead of you, but I want you to think, how do you want to feel throughout the day? Tune out everything else. Tune out all of the other imagery. And just ask yourself, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel from that moment you wake up? How do you want to feel through the morning? How do you want to feel as you go through the lunchtime? Into early afternoon? Into the evening? What do you want to feel at night? And again, when you find yourself back in your bed, as you close your eyes, what are the feelings that you want to have then? How do you want to feel about yourself, about life, about the world? What's the emotional state that you want to occupy throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year? Ultimately, what's the experience of life that you want to have over the course of a lifetime? All the decisions we make, all the goals we set, all of our desires, all of our ambitions, fundamentally, underneath all of those is a desire for an emotional state. We're seeking a feeling, searching for a feeling, craving a feeling. Is it a feeling that we matter? Is it a feeling that we count? Is it a feeling that what we do matters? Is it a sense that we've done ourselves proud? Is it a sense of achievement, happiness, peace? excitement, all the things we do in life, all of the areas where we apply ourselves in life, we think we're going for that outcome. We think we're going for that thing, that objective thing, but we're not. We've built up a picture over the course of our lifetime that if we achieve X, Y, Z, if I have X, Y, Z, and if I'm being X, Y, Z, then I'll be happy, then I'll be free, then I'll be successful, then I'll feel a certain way. And then we stop focusing on how we want to feel and we turn our attention to what we need to achieve and what we need to do. And we forget that fundamentally the reason we even set out to achieve this thing is because either consciously or unconsciously, more often unconsciously, we want to create a feeling. And in episode 166, I was talking about how this craving for feeling has been manipulated by big brand and by politics trying to get you to think certain things and feel certain things so you take certain action. They're there trying to impregnate society with collective thinking and collective emotions in order to collectively create behaviours that align with an agenda that's outside of yourself, that's outside of the individual, maybe even one that's outside of the people as a whole. But suddenly it gets taken on. It becomes something we desire. It becomes something we care about. It becomes something we're angry about. It becomes something that we want, we don't want. Something that's right, something that's wrong. And more often than not, we never really sat down and thought about what I really feel about this. What do I really think about this? And this goes on because we're busy people. We're trying to do what we need to do. We're trying to get by. 
We're busy with work. We're busy with families. We're busy with our social lives. And therefore, we don't take the time out to really consciously think about the messages that are being impregnated into us, the thoughts that are being pushed into our own brains that aren't our own, that we then take on as our own, and then we go out and propagate them as our own. So what do we really want? We want to feel him. We want to sense. We want to feel what? Satisfied, maybe? A sense of freedom? Autonomy? A sense of being part of something? So my challenge to you is to take a few moments out. Maybe it's while you're listening to this episode. Maybe it's after. Maybe it's setting aside some time at a later date to really think about what you really want and understand that what you really want is an experience of life. And I've said this so many times. You know, we're here to help ambitious small business owners achieve successful businesses. But I've never hidden my true agenda is I want to give you an experience of life that you want to have. If you're in business, there's certain goals that you have, certain achievements that you want to go out and create because fundamentally underneath that, it's going to give you a quality of life, which is going to give you an experience of life. And I want to help you achieve that experience of life first and foremost. And I want to help you as a business owner to create the business that you want to aid you on the journey of creating the life you want so that I can help you to create the experience of life that you want to have. Because fundamentally, that is the only thing that's important here. Fundamentally, how do I feel at the end of a day? How do I feel when I wake up at the beginning of a day? How do I feel throughout the day? Do I feel like I'm doing something of purpose? Do I feel like I'm doing something that matters? Am I in anxiety, fear? Am I having the experience of worry? And therefore, I'm having a negative experience of life? Or am I purposeful, passionate, motivated? Am I having fun? Is there joy in my life? Am I feeling loved? Am I feeling loving? In other words, am I having a great quality experience of life? When we start to break down how do we want to feel in life, how do I want to feel at any moment in a day, a week, a month, or in a lifetime, then I can start to create a list of goals, a set of objectives that will make it easier for me to have that experience of life. I've always said, if you want to feel peaceful, you can live in a crowded city on a crowded street and you can have inner peace. You can find that inner peace, but it's going to be harder for you to do than maybe if you're on a mountainside or if you're on the edge of a lake or if you're in a suburb or if you're living on a farm. Equally, if you're craving excitement, if you like the hustle and bustle, you can still have that sense whilst living on the coast, but you might find it easier to have if you're living in the heart of a vibrant city. So we're each individuals, and there'll be commonality in what we crave in terms of experience, but how that experience is shaped for us will be individual. For some people, it will be still important to have the larger house. For some people, it will still be important to have the money, the finances, the nice car. It won't be all about those things, but they may make up part of the puzzle. And that's really what we're talking about here is a jigsaw puzzle. And as one of my members described life, you know, goals, when you're looking at the big scale, as being like a jigsaw puzzle. And when you approach a jigsaw puzzle, 
you want to start with the outside edges. So I remember when I was a kid and I used to do these big jigsaw puzzles, you would get all of the puzzles and you'd start to separate them out from sky to buildings to ground to land to clouds. And then you start finding all the edges, right? And you'd build the edge of the puzzle. Once you've got that frame, you then take all the other puzzle bits, which kind of don't mean a lot on their own, but collectively when they're put in the right order, they start to create a part, a piece of the overall picture. So when I say to you, what do you really want? Actually, it's really hard to just throw an answer out. And especially if you've listened to episode 166, where I'm talking about how we're manipulated into how we think and what we want. And if that left you feeling puzzled, which is, well, I don't even know what's me anymore. I don't even know what I really do want out of life. Then that's why I've done this episode now. Because this episode bolts on the back of that episode. So if that episode leaves you feeling lost and confused, this episode is to help to start to build the framework of the life you do want to create. How do you want to feel from morning to dusk, from Monday to Sunday, from January to December, from one year to the next? That's what you're driven to create. And then you just ask yourself the same question that I asked in episode 166, which is, is that really how you want to feel or is that how you've been told to feel? Now, I don't know anyone that wants to feel anxiety, but I tell you now, it's pushed into us through media, it's pushed into us through so many different sources, playing on our fears, playing on our anxieties, playing on our doubts, manipulating us into thinking, feeling and doing certain things that align with another's agenda. And they're using the fear and the doubt and the anxiety. They create it actively inside of us. Just look at the media, look at the newspapers. They're not interested in informing you. They're not interested in educating you. All they want is your eyeballs. All they want is your attention because that's how they get paid. And if they can come up with a fear story, they know they're going to get your attention more than if they come up with a feel-good story. They know that if they can tap into your anxieties and your fears, if they can create a boogeyman for you, you won't be able to take your eyes off of it. So we can't look to the media to give us a clue as to how we want to feel because generally the media, and specifically what I'm talking about is mainstream news, what they're interested in is getting your eyeballs, getting your attention. I can't look to big brand marketing because they're not really trying to make my life any better. What they're trying to do is to manipulate me into desiring something that I didn't necessarily desire before they got in front of me. They're trying to tap into this feeling that's inside of myself that I truly want to have. And they're trying to make the connection for me between their product and that feeling. And we think, okay, to be happy, I need X. To be fulfilled, I need to achieve Y. In order to be satisfied, I need to buy something or have something. In order to be worthy, I need to apply something. In order to be desirable, I need to wear something. They're tapping into the very thing I'm asking you right now, which is how do you want to feel? And most people, they want to feel good. They want to feel positive. They want to feel meaningful. They want to feel like they matter, that people care about them. They feel loved. They want to feel good enough. And what happens is we get manipulated in how to achieve that based on other people's agendas. But what we need to do, and this is my challenge to you right now, is to go inside ourselves 
and to start to really unpick what are those things that are actually going to give me that experience. Now, everything in our life, to some degree, is somebody else's thoughts. I always say this, you know, who am I today? I am a collection of my past experiences. I'm a collection of all the people I've been around. The newspapers I read, the TV programs I watched, the movies that I went to see. All of the education that I got from my family, from my friends, from society, from books, from my school teachers. I'm an amalgamation of all these other people's opinions. An amalgamation of my own chance happenings, occurrences, things that happened to me in my life that shaped who I am today. But fundamentally, who do I want to be? Well, I can pull out the carving tools and I can start to carve myself out of this raw material that is a collection of stuff that is potentially not myself. Stuff that I've picked up, taken on from other sources. Things that I've taken on just through my own chance experiences. Something bad happened to me when I was a teenager and I've carried that on into my life and I can get the tools, the carving tools, and I can carve myself out. I can take that piece and I can remove that piece from who I am. It doesn't need to be a part of who I am. So if you know what it is you want to feel, if you know how you want to feel, then you say, right, who do I need to be in order to feel that? Who do I need to be? Not what I'm told to be, not what I'm meant to be, not what judgment of other people are trying to shape me into, not what society is trying to make me, not what the media is trying to make me, not what mainstream news is trying to make me, not what the government's trying to make me. Who am I in the middle of this experience? Who is the person that gets to have this experience? I need to carve away my anxieties. I need to carve away my fears, my doubts. I need to carve away some aspects of my maybe greed, some of my materialism. I need to carve away some aspects of my own spirituality that I've been falsely told that I need to be a certain way in order to have a certain experience. I need to take all the good from my own experiences, all the good from the lessons of others, all the good that's out there, all the good that's already in me. I need to take that. And I need to shape that into something that gives me the experience of life that I want to have by discarding the stuff that limits it, the stuff that gets in the way, the chance happenings, the chance occurrences, the chance lessons I got from others through their chance experiences, the manipulation of other people, the manipulation of big brand marketing, the manipulation of governments, the manipulation of society as a whole, the internet, social media, the manipulation and influence of maybe my friends, people in power, people in positions of authority or influence, movie stars, pop stars, all stars. I want to work out who am I in the middle of this experience that I want to have. And then I need to start creating that version of myself. And then you start to build the jigsaw puzzle. And then you start to put the detail in. For me to be this person... What do I need to achieve? What do I need to have in my life? How do I need to be? For example, we're led to believe that in order to be of value, you need to be beautiful. We're led to believe this through big brand marketing. Society has taken this on. That in order for you to matter, you need to be attractive, to be beautiful. This is not just women, by the way, although obviously it was a large part of our past. It's also for men now as well. We have men now that don't feel worthy, that don't feel the value unless they look a certain way. 
maybe wear a certain product, align themselves with certain views or values. And we get lost. We get lost in the middle of this misshapen identity that we never created for ourselves, the one that was created for us. Does it mean you shouldn't go to the gym and create a body that you should be proud of? No, it just means you want to do it for the right reasons. Does it mean you shouldn't wear makeup? No, it just means you do it for the right reasons. Rather than putting makeup on because you've been told that unless you're beautiful, you have no value in the world, it's something that you want to do for yourself. And it's okay if you want to do it for yourself because you want to look something for other people. That's okay as well. I'm not judging any of this. Wear the nice watch, drive the nice car. It's just breaking it down into why am I buying these things? Why am I behaving this way? Why am I doing what I'm doing, buying what I'm buying, living a certain way? Because fundamentally, I want an experience of life. And if you're not fundamentally fulfilled and happy, and if you're not happy with the experience of life that you're having from moment to moment, day to day, week to week, and we know collectively as society we're not, depression has never been higher, suicide has never been higher, we know that self-esteem is taking a massive impact. We know these things to be true. We can see them around us. Most of us have been touched by this, either directly in our own lives or by those people close to us. So we can say collectively, it's not working. The way we're living our life isn't working. The things we're buying, it's not working. What we're doing, it's not working. And it's not because necessarily the car is wrong, the job is wrong. It's not necessarily because wanting a six-pack is wrong, a nice watch is wrong, a nice pair of earrings is wrong, to look nice. It's not saying that any of those things are wrong, but we need to start to look at why we're actually doing them. If I'm doing them because I'm not good enough without them, I'm never going to have a quality experience of life. If I fundamentally love who I am, I'm fundamentally proud of who I am, I fundamentally feel good about me, my life, and everything that I do within it, Everything else is just something else to have. I love myself in and out of makeup. I now have the choice to wear makeup or not wear makeup. I love myself regardless of my watch. I now have a choice to have an expensive watch or not to have an expensive watch. I'm good enough without the expensive car. I'm good enough without the big house. I'm good enough without the wife, without the husband. I'm good enough without the children. Now I'm free to choose all of those things. So rather than being manipulated into feeling that you have to be a certain way, feeling that you have to do certain things and buy certain things and have certain things, we start to choose for ourselves. And this week's episodes are all about that. It's about setting yourself free, about creating the life that you truly want, to free yourself first from the manipulation and then to set yourself free into a place of choice, to choose for yourself. If you want to look fit and you want a great body and that's going to make you feel better about yourself then great. But don't do it because you're not worthy without it. Don't do it because you're not good enough without it. You do it because it's there to be had and that's what you choose. Do it because you want to be healthy, live longer, have a better quality of life. Don't do it because an external message, whether it's society, media, whether it's films, whether it's an identity that the world has for you as a man, a woman, a child, an adult, a pensioner, step into your own version of yourself, create your own version of yourself. And it starts by asking yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel now? How do I want to feel today? How do I want to feel when I go to bed tonight? How do I want to feel at the end of this week, the end of this month, the end of this year? And how do I want to feel at the end of my life? When I get to the end of my life and I look back over my life and I say to myself, right, 
Was that a life that was worth living? Is that the life that I wanted for myself? It's not going to be based on the cars, the holidays. It's not going to be based on your six pack. It's not going to be based on your watch, your clothes. It's not going to be based on any of that. It's going to be based on how you felt in your life. And the bottom line is really simple. Too many of us are not having the experience of life that we deserve. We're not having the experience of life that we would choose for ourselves. And because of that, we are starved of the experience of life that we want and we are putty in the hands of those people that would manipulate us. We're putty in the hands of the makeup products, of the fashion products. We're putty in the hands of people in power and influence because we're craving to be happy. We're craving for peace. We're craving to be good enough. We're craving to feel loved. We're craving to feel that we matter. And instead of looking into ourselves. We've been manipulated externally. We've been given quick fixes. Spend this money because you're worth it. Buy this product because you're worth it. Go into massive credit card debt because you deserve it. So let's look at what we really deserve. Let's look inside ourselves and say, what is it I actually deserve out of life? What do I deserve to have as an experience of life? That's the frame of your jigsaw puzzle. Who do I need to be within this life in order to have that experience of life? That's a big chunk of the central piece of your jigsaw puzzle. And then all the little bits start to form around the edges. What do you want to own? What do you want to have? What do you want to be a part of? Who do you want to have around you? What do you want your family to look like? Then you can start looking at things like, what do you want your car to be? Your watch to be? What shoes do you want? How do you want your hair? How do you want your makeup? How do you want your teeth to look? We can choose all of those things. But too many people are living their life by looking at the inconsequentials of life to create the fundamental experience of life they want to have. And that's why so many of us as a society are going wrong. And it's not our fault. It's not our fault. It's because we're craving a feeling. We're craving an experience of life. We're craving safety, freedom, love. And there are influences and manipulations out there that are selling it to you in order to achieve external agendas that have got nothing to do with you, your well-being, or even your experience of life. So for me, true freedom comes from having the experience of life that you want to have. By being the person you need to be in order to have that experience of life, the one of your choosing, and then it's creating the life around you, building life around you. And that does include the material aspects of life, the superficialities of life. Just because they're superficial doesn't mean they can't be also significant. It might be superficial to your worthiness as a human being as to whether you have your hair in a certain way or not. But you may feel that having your hair a certain way or not creates an experience for you personally that isn't superficial. But when you're following a trend to have your hair in a certain way or to wear a certain watch or certain shoes, to have a certain handbag or to live your life in a certain way, because that's what you've been lied to is going to create the experience you want to have. Then we're getting misguided and fundamentally we miss the mark. We don't find our true experience that we want to have. We never find that true self-acceptance, that true self-love, that true happiness, that true joy, that true sense of fulfillment, that true sense of purpose or passion or meaningfulness that we all crave and seek in this world. There's similarities in what we all want out of life, but there's probably infinite combinations of how we create that. 
And yet too often we're trying to create a one-size-fits-all life. A big house, a nice car, a good job, a family. If I get those things in place, now I'm worthy. And guess what happens? So many people, they get all those things and they're still not happy. They still aren't fulfilled. They think, right, I need a bigger house. I need more money, more promotion, a different wife, a different bigger car. I need to live in a different place in the world, a different country. And they chase that and they're still not fulfilled and they're still not happy because they've bought into a lie, a lie for them. It might be the right thing for one person, but a lie for them. And this is what it's all about. Instead of taking on the blanket influence from the world around us that you have to look a certain way to be a value, you have to look inside yourself to see how do I need to be? Who do I need to be in order to create my own sense of value for myself? Then you're free to put a makeup on or not as you wish after that. Wow, I appreciate that's some heavy shit this week so far. I'm going to conclude this series on Friday. Increasingly, I'm enjoying putting these episodes into themes throughout the week. For me, I think the messages this week are as important as any that I've ever put out on this podcast. I know they're challenging. I know they can send you down the rabbit hole. I know that you can sometimes get lost when you start to question and challenge yourself in life in the ways that I've asked you to over the past couple of episodes. But I promise you, freedom is on the other side. You don't have to solve all these problems at once. You don't have to create this jigsaw puzzle at once. Part of the amazing, unbelievable experience of life is in the constant pulling together and creation of that perfect jigsaw puzzle for you. It's not about creating the perfect jigsaw puzzle today and having it today. It's about the ongoing expression of who you are, the ongoing experience of life as you create that life that you want to live. And trust me, even when you create the life that you think you need right now, because you'll have grown, because you may have changed, because you will be operating at a new level, you'll realize that actually there are still some missing pieces that you can still do the refinement. Personal development, I've said this over and over again, this is not something that you do and achieve once. This is something that you work on. It's an art that you commit yourself to over the course of your entire lifetime. Constantly improving yourself, constantly improving the quality of life, the quality of your experience of life, constantly improving the physical, the material world around you, and constantly having greater positive impact on those people closest to you and the world at large. If you are a five-figure service-based business and you haven't yet hit 100K in turnover and you want to know what's it going to take in order to hit 100K in the next 12 months or less, then get yourself on the six-figure fast track. You can find that at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. I'll drop the link in the description as well. And I'll take you through the six-figure mindset that you need to have in place, the six-figure business model, and the six-figure day-to-day methodologies that are going to take you to that 100K or more. And you really can achieve it in the next 12 months or less, even given the crazy economy and the crazy world that we're living in right now. Get yourself onto that six-figure fast track. I'll also drop a link into the descriptions of some other resources that will help you on your own entrepreneurial journey, but also on your own life journey. I will see you on Friday when we conclude this series. 
I apologise, but equally do not apologise for scrambling your brain this week. We'll conclude this on Friday. I'll see you then. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've levelled up.